In this episode of Behind the Report, I'm going to discuss the Smuya and Snappy report that I published about a week ago prior to recording this. And again, just like the other videos I've done recently, better late than never, as we get back into the swing of things and continue producing this series. This is a report that probably surprised a lot of people, not only because of the organization involved, but the odd mix of players that are going to end up playing together if this move is in fact finalized. Now, I can tell you as of right now when I'm recording this that the snappy transfer actually has been completed. It's f- entirely complete, obviously unannounced, but it has been done. Money's exchanged hands. He is now, a, I guess you could say officially a member of Tiger. It's just not officially announced. I haven't heard final word on Samuya and his status, but I would assume considering he was a free agent that it was much easier to get done. And I would imagine that it was done at the same time, if not before. But again, haven't heard final word there. Um, sure, there is a world in which he could change his mind, but I, I, I would find it odd if Snappy was just going by himself. So Tiger is probably an organization many people didn't even know about prior to this report or prior to the Road to Rio tournament, uh, the regional tournament in Asia, where they finish first place, actually. This is a team that has a full Mongolian roster right now, but the organization is based in China. That's a little bit of a weird setup, especially considering now they're going to add a player from the UK and a player from Denmark. Now, Smuya, obviously native English speaker, and Snappy, not necessarily a native English speaker, but has played on a lineup where he's had to speak English, so that's not an issue. But I will, I, I originally when I heard this information, wondered, okay, how is the communication going to be on this team? Now, what I've been told is the the two players, which I don't have them on hand right now, so I won't try to guess them, but the two players that are going to get replaced are the players that have the least amount of English-speaking experience. Therefore, the three remaining are best at speaking English. So maybe uh, these guys will fit together much better than it appears on paper. Because right now, it, it makes you wonder, is there going to be a clash in culture? Which, of course, you can overcome that. Is there going to be communication issues between the group of three guys and the two coming in? Is that going to be a hurdle? We don't know. But from people I've spoken with, they they do have somewhat of um, a good English-speaking capability. And if they do, then you then you're left just wondering what can they do as a team, and are Smooth and Snappy thrilled about the idea of going and living in Asia, especially whenever they're allowed to or whenever whenever they're able to, following um, and during this whole pandemic situation. I'm not sure. Again, I I'm not the kind of person that pays attention to a ton of that stuff politically and a ton of uh, what the status are status is in the world situation right now, but it is kind of a, an odd time to make that move. I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad decision, but it is something that is going to probably take a lot of, um, formalities to accomplish and, and, and get done, especially near this time right now that we're going through. So with this move, it was something that I knew, I would say, I almost want to say weeks prior to it happening. I heard the idea of, um, this organization being interested in some players who were either from Europe or from North America. I know the Tiger organization was interested in a few different players. Uh, I don't know any sp- in, sp- in particular by name, 
off the top of my head, but they did look into a bunch of different individuals within North America and other areas that would have been easy to acquire, but also would have been an upgrade in either firepower or leadership. And it's, it's kind of clear what, what they were trying to do here. They want a leader and they want someone who, who can add a ton of firepower to the roster and, and will let's, let's not beat around that bush. It, it Smoothie will absolutely be an upgrade, especially with the teams that the tiger would be playing on, on a regular basis. And with how the other teams in Asia have looked recently, especially Tai Lu in particular, I think they can go in and probably be one of the best teams. I mean, they already did finish uh, it first in their first stage of the road to Rio, but without a doubt, I think that they could become the, the best team in Asia. But again, that's not a that's not a gigantic accomplishment right now with the current setup uh, over there. Nonetheless, that's absolutely what they should be aiming for. You, you have to, especially with someone like Smuya on the roster. These guys have had their ups and downs individually, the two of them. And they're going to need to show up, especially considering Tiger is going to take a 40% penalty in the road to Rio points. And they're going to have to kind of replicate that success if they want to make sure that they're going to, to finish in the top spot. Because unlike... The other regions like North America and Europe where there's multiple spots that will get you a ticket into the road to Rio Major or wherever this major is played, it, you only have one spot from Asia. That's it. You have one spot. No one else makes it. That's it. So they, it's either first place or it's nothing. And I think not finishing there would probably be a failure for this lineup. You need to at least be making it to the major minimum. And I would not be surprised if their contracts and some of the incentives in them, if there are any, probably hinge on that occurring. So with this in mind, it, it's something like I mentioned, I knew for, for a decent amount of time, I was waiting to hear that it was actually going to proceed towards a transfer process for Snappy and all of that, and that there were in fact actually advanced discussions going on. And then of course, decided it was enough information for me to go ahead and make and, and, and publish that report. Now, nothing has been confirmed. Nothing has been mentioned. I know Smuya has hinted on his Twitter the different possible announcements coming up. He actually even uh, said, this Tiger team's looking kind of good. You know, what are your thoughts about them? So he's obviously memeing and baiting a little bit when it comes to that. And this is something that I do expect to get announced, I don't know, probably within the next week or two. Again, slow moving, but they this team isn't under the pressure of the different uh, tournaments that are going on right now, like DreamHack Masters. But I do know, in particular, that the at least the North American and Europe, I believe, North American and Europe roster locks for the second stage of the Road to Rio, which is now going to be CS Summit, is that has already passed, or it is very early this coming week. I don't have a definite date for you, and I could probably find it, but it is very, very soon. I don't know about the rest. I don't know if if every other team in the world, despite not participating in that actual leg of the Road to Rio, I don't know if that they're going to be held to that same roster lock standard. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But something to consider uh, in particular when it comes to these guys. And other than that, not a whole lot to say other than I hope that they got what they wanted out of this side, their side of the deal when it comes to this, and maybe they are able to make a name for themselves with what this team could possibly accomplish. Now, it would be helpful if I knew more about the talent on Tiger, but unfortunately, I do not. 
and um, I haven't heard a whole lot about the, the three remaining players on there and how they're going to be used on the team role-wise and how they'll be set up. And of course, there's probably a lot of work be- to be done there. I'm most curious about just how how this team is going to be set up, where they're going to play, where Samui and Snapper are going to live. I mean, that's technically not anyone's business in particular, but I'm, I'm curious just because I myself would be... Um, it would be a bit intimidating to to live to live in Asia if you're not from there, uh, especially during a time like this. I would just be cautious and be kind of anxious in a, in a sense. So I hope they've been reassured and provided with plenty of information leading up to it. I would hate to hear because of someone who deals in my line of work of investigations and talking to people behind the scenes. I've heard countless times of um, troublesome situations that players have found themselves in when going to play in, in Asia and um, probably through no fault of their own. There's no, it's hard to put a blame on anyone for something like that happening. Um, it's just kind of the nature of the beast, I guess you can say. So as long as everything works out and is properly explained and everyone's on the same page, I can see this as, if anything, a learning experience for all parties involved. And these guys especially Smuya is a person who I think has not, they've not seen their whole story written when it comes to professional Counter-Strike. Someone who, yes, he's he's gone through multiple different teams, but is just so talented that I can't imagine them, this being the last place they play in professional Counter-Strike or this being the end of their story. Snappy, you could make an argument it is, considering his age, considering how much... He's played within the Danish region and how many different teams he's played on in particular. And the fact that some of the world's best in-game leaders are are already in Denmark with Glaive and Kerrigan. So he he has a lot to live up to, a lot to be compared to. And the, that they're only, I know there's a ton of Danish teams and a ton of good Danish teams, but there are only so many teams for someone like him at his age to be able to lead or have a, a crack at before there's someone else in line. So... With him, I, do, I can see this being kind of like his last hurrah, but even if it isn't, that wouldn't surprise me either. Um, players from Denmark, and especially in-game leaders, despite their age, despite whatever they've gone through, always seem to surprise. Uh, you, you can look back at Glaive's history, and many could have made an argument that we never see him again um, after his first uh, tenure through through CSGO. So he, and he came back and, and became the world's best in-game leader. So anything can happen. But I just think Smuya in particular, I see this as somewhat of a pit stop for him in particular. And I hope he doesn't lock himself into some crazy buyout or a crazy long contract because that would also be unfortunate if some kind of opportunity opened his doors and someone wanted to get a hold of him and couldn't. So um, yeah, best of luck to these guys. And again, another very interesting report and one of those situations where when this comes across the desk and I'm vetting this information, it makes you wonder, like, is this actually legit? Is this true? But sure enough, you go through the process, you go through talking to the people within the network, and you verify it is true. So again, uh, moves that I think will be announced within the next week or two, uh, maybe even sooner. And we'll see what happens with them and the rest of their careers. That is it for this episode of Behind the Report. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of the move. And let me know what you think could be added into this series that would make it even more interesting for you if you made it this far. See you guys next episode.